Hello, and welcome back to the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Mayer. And today we have an episode that's pretty special. Uh, it's our end of year special. Uh, we're going to recap our first season. Um, and we're going to talk about what next year holds. Uh, it's been an incredible journey in this first year filled with some insightful conversations, memorable moments, and I'm going to share some of the highlights and reflections that made this season stand out. Before we jump into that, here's a quick reminder. Check out our website at manufacturingculturepodcast.com. It's a resource of further insights that echo the themes that we discuss here on the show. And don't forget to connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. I love to engage with our listeners and, and share ideas. Also, I have to give a huge, very heartfelt thank you to our sponsor, Speroni, for their unwavering support in bringing all these conversations the second half of this season to life. Before we get into this year, I'm going to share a little bit more about myself, not just in my role as your host, but as someone who's been deeply involved in the manufacturing industry for almost two decades. I started from the ground up in skilled trades and now have moved into a role that focuses on transforming company cultures. I've been on a path of continuous learning and meaningful experiences. With TCO Strategies, the consulting company I have, my aim has always been to revolutionize the way that manufacturing workplaces operate, creating spaces where innovation, growth, and a sense of community are the norm. It's about making every workday an opportunity for people to contribute their best in an environment that values them. My educational journey absolutely laid the foundation for the work that I do, but the actual learning has come from the experiences I've gained on the ground from each project, every team, and every challenge that I've tackled with the people in this industry. These are the experiences I bring to our discussions on the podcast and to the work I do for TCO Strategies. Throughout this season, we've explored crucial yet often overlooked topics in manufacturing, which is the human aspect of our industry, the culture that propels innovation, and the leadership that binds everything together. We've had conversations with thought leaders, innovators, hardworking individuals from all walks of the manufacturing world, bringing to light stories and insights that resonate with all of us. As we look back on this season, I'm going to share some of the most impactful episodes, quotes, and key takeaways from thought-provoking conversations to enlightening realizations, this episode today is a compilation of the diverse experiences and insights that have been shared on our show. So get comfortable, grab a drink if you like, and let's take this time to reflect on the journey that we've embarked upon, the lessons we've gathered, and the future we're shaping in the world of manufacturing. So as I looked back on the first season of the Manufacturing Culture Podcast, some specific episodes stood out to me, and I believe to many of you. Today, I'm, I'm going to revisit these episodes, sharing why they left a less lasting impression and the unique perspective they brought to our understanding of culture in the manufacturing industry. I, wouldn't, I would be remiss if I didn't 
start with Kristen Carlson from Peerless Precision. Her commitment to empathy and understanding and leadership really set the tone for our first season here. Kristen's approach reminded us of the importance of remembering where we came from and leading with accountability and compassion. Kristen is a good friend of mine. I've known for a lot of years, and there's nobody that I would have wanted to start this journey, I guess, uh, with than, than her. Uh, it was a, a infamous conversation. Uh, it's one that has marked the show forever explicit uh, on many po- uh, podcast platforms. And uh, Kristen gets to carry that honor with her moving forward. Another episode that really stood out to me this season was the one with Drew Crow. Uh, Drew Crow from the New American Manufacturing Renaissance uh, is an immensely inspiring guy. His story of his transformation uh, from being where he was in his past and feeling hopeless to really being a driving change uh, within our industry is a powerful reminder of resilience and the potential within all of us. I've been fortunate enough to hear Drew speak, uh, not just on here uh, on the podcast, but also at other events uh, that that he and I have have worked on together. and. If you listen to the episode, uh, you'll hear a conversation that Drew and I have uh, about working on Project MFG together and the way he was able to reach uh, some of the youth of Wichita and the impact that he had on them. Still gives me goosebumps to talk about um, and was a really powerful one. So we've had a couple of episodes this season uh, with student-run organizations, um, Craig Sigielski and um, Chris Townsend from Cardinal and Eagle Manufacturing uh, and their journey, uh, as well as the episodes that we had with the Wimoko CTE program in New York and a little bit closer to home for me here in Arizona, uh, an episode we did uh, on site at Westwood High School uh, was was absolutely amazing. It's uh, amazing to hear about students' passion for manufacturing and their student uh, their future as- aspirations. Um, and it's really a testament to the impact of education and early exposure to the industry. Uh, Another episode that that really stood out to me is is having Megan Jimba on from Mavens of Manufacturing. Uh, she was the first of of uh, a couple of other podcasters or influencers uh, that have their own platforms, such as the Manufacturing Culture Podcast uh, that I worked with this year. Uh, I got to work with M- Megan and and learning about her dedication and her highlighting the achievements and challenges uh, that women experience in the manufacturing uh, really added a a crucial dimension to the conversations this year. Um, Chris Harrington from Gen Alpha uh, Technologies spoke about the critical role of of culture and driving innovation. her insights into how culture can make or break a company's success were particularly thought-provoking. 
Uh, I had Emily Wilkins from Manufacturing Metal. Uh, Emily, thanks for the mug. Uh, She she emphasized the interplay between marketing and company culture. Uh, her, Her perspective on how marketing informs and reflects the culture within a company was uh, I think something that that we all could take away. Had Corey Dickens on from Brightly. Uh, Corey shared with us uh, his insights on changing culture and enhancing employee engagement, um, and it, it really had an emphasis on actively shaping and nurturing company culture, and, and that resonated deeply with me. Uh, Nate Ancrum. Again, here in Arizona from Genuine Machine highlighted the importance of communication uh, in manufacturing businesses. Uh, and how could I forget Jacob Sanchez's journey um, from stumbling into uh, his manufacturing technology class in high school to being the change that he wants to see in the industry now as he's working for industrial studios is is amazing. Um, and I, I absolutely loved my conversation with Ivan Rosenberg from the Uniquely Able Project. Uh, the idea that everyone has unique abilities uh, and contributions to make to the Im- industry was was a really powerful message. Ryan Kulenbeck from Pico MES, uh, thanks for the shirt, Ryan. Was all about championing change and creating environments where people are encouraged to try new things. Uh, it was really a, a, a capstone for our season. Uh, his insights into fostering a culture of innovation and growth were absolutely invaluable. Uh, those are some of the highlights of the episodes. They, they've contributed to a richer, more diverse understanding of what it means to build a culture in manufacturing that is inclusive, innovative, and inspiring. Um, now let's talk about some of the quotes that that shaped and resonated with us uh, over this first season. Um, these quotes encapsulate the ends, essence of what we've discussed and the wisdom shared by our incredible guests. Let's revisit some of my favorite quotes from the season and reflect on their significance. First, we had Paul Van Meter of ProShop ERP share a simple yet profound insight. He said, I think the most important thing is to have a culture of structure and clarity. This really highlights a critical role of clear communication and organizational structure in fostering a positive workplace culture. Uh, Jason Ray of Paperless Parts shared, what our customers do is incredibly hard. They make things. This acknowledges the challenges and skills involved in manufacturing, emphasizing respect and appreciation for the craft and the grit of the industry. One of the most memorable quotes uh, was from Stephen Tomasi from Boston Centerless. Um, and he told us about uh, how when somebody comes, oh, let's just share the quote. When you come on board, if you're from a different country that we don't have a flag for, we get one. Steve puts flags on a wall within Boston Centerless representing the the different people and and their cultures and, and really celebrates the inclusivity the inclusivity uh of their culture of their heritage uh up on the wall. So if you go to work for Boston Centerless and you're from another country, you can put a flag up on the wall. Um 
Mark Witten from Spartanburg Steel Products said, change is driven by leadership. Leadership owns a culture. Uh, to me, this really drives home the point that a strong, positive culture starts at the top and is the responsibility of leaders. Uh, Matt Goosey from MRS Machining shared a simple yet impactful thought. Just a simple smile can change somebody's life. It's absolutely a beautiful reminder of the power of kindness. Uh, Adam Crandall of Adtronics expressed uh, to me uh, that a good culture encompasses a strong sense of family. This highlights the value of creating a supportive and close-knit community within the workplace. Um, Charlie Hushik from Phoenix Heat Treat emphasized, we've hired folks off these core values. We've fired folks off these core values. This underscores the importance of adhering to and upholding core values in business op operations. You guys have all heard me say numerous times that uh, at the, its most simplistic point, Company culture is simply the alignment of the organization's values and the values of the employees. Uh, yes, it's going back to a previous quote. It is uh, the responsibility responsibility of leadership to uphold those uh, values and, and to create the culture. But at its most simplistic point, uh, the core values uh, of an organization and of your employees are what build your culture. Uh, Stephen Antelix of Industry Next put it very, very succinctly. There's not a lot of times in life you get to create something from nothing. This absolutely captures the essence of innovation and the entrepreneurial spirit in manufacturing. What are some other great ones? Mike White of Saki reminded us, you go to that front line, you talk to the supervisors, they have all the answers. It's a powerful statement about the value of listening to and listening from those on the front lines. Um, and one from Zach Carlin, our, our 49th episode. This is episode 50, this wrap up. Zach Carlin from uh, episode 49 said, give your experience credit for what, where you are today. This is a message about valuing our journey and the experiences that, that shape us. Um, each of these quotes in its own way reflects the depth and diversity of thought and experiences we've encountered, encountered this season. They remind us of the multifaceted nature of uh, culture in the manufacturing industry and the impact of leadership, communication, values, and human connections. Along with the unforgettable quotes and, and episodes, this season of the Manufacturing Culture Podcast has been filled with profound take takeaways that have shaped our understanding of creating a thriving manufacturing culture. Some of my favorite takeaways, uh, the first was from Nicole Walter, HM Manufacturing. She offered a valuable perspective on company culture. She emphasized building a culture that values each person, demonstrating that success is not about finances, but not just about finances, but also about the well-being and growth of the team. Jordan DeBotten uh, from MLU Precision highlighted the importance of character in the hiring process. His approach of valuing personal attributes like heart and drive over skill sets underscores the importance of building a team that's skilled and aligned with the company's values and vision. Uh, and one of the most memorable, most talked about moments uh, this year was uh, Devin Gassoff from Drop Sprockets up in the Kootenai region of British Columbia. Um, Devin, still haven't made it up to you yet. I think it's going to be a little cold now. I'll wait until the thaw in the spring. Um, but how, it, to me, 
what what he and the team at, at Drop Sprockets does uh, in asking one very simple question in the hiring process really emphasizes the ability to uh, ask a, a simple question and find alignment, find alignment of values. Uh, Evan and, and the leadership team, when in interviewing somebody for a new position, uh, asks one question. That one question is, what's your favorite comedy? And uh, their ability to uh, understand if a person's a good fit simply by what their answer to that question is, is pretty special. And it's definitely a, a moment that's talked about uh, not only by me elsewhere, but when I run into people on the, on the road, uh, they've brought that story up and, and it's something that's really stuck out to our listeners. Um, Nicole Donnelly, uh, of DMG Digital captured the essence of human-centric leadership. Her advice to love, respect, and let people be themselves in the workplace is a powerful guide for creating an environment where everyone feels valued and empowered to bring their best selves to work. Uh, these takeaways, each in its own right, form a blueprint for cultivating a manufacturing culture that's productive, successful, nurturing, and inclusive. They challenge us to think about how we can implement these lessons in our own environments to create both efficient and empowering workplaces. As we bring season one to a close, I can't help but look ahead with anticipation to what's coming up in season two of the Manufacturing Culture Podcast in 2024. Next season will unfold with a wealth of knowledge and diverse experiences and the powerful voices of those who drive the manufacturing industry forward. Each month, I'm going to focus on a specific theme, bringing you deep dives and candid conversations. So I'm going to go through the, the list of themes and some of the guests that, that will be uh, joining us each month. Uh, in January, we're going to explore the foundations of leadership with, with guests like Adrian Kohler and Nikki Gonzalez, plus insights from Jim Vasilupos. I think I said that wrong. But that's okay. As well as the the team from BTFA and GK and Aerospace. In February, we're going to explore Black journeys in manufacturing. We're really going to go on a journey with some folks uh, in the industry like Ron Johnson, Danny Hill Jr., and um, Whitley uh, Musqui. And quite frankly, we're looking for two more voices to join us in this critical conversation. March is going to be strong women in manufacturing, uh, and those strong women that are going to be taking the stage are going to be Tiffany Bryson, Shay Eichley, Sammy Birch, and Nush Ahmed, uh, leading the way for, for other strong women everywhere. April will be all about mission-driven organizations. We're going to shine a light on purposeful businesses uh, like Rise Up Industries and Lighthouse for the Blind. Uh, May is going to be all about software that's driving cultural change. And we're going to talk with people like Jeff Fiala of Sin, Sin Transmission, Vivek Kumar from Team Force AI. We're even going to talk with our sponsor, Speroni. Finally, we're going to get them on the show uh, to talk about how the Speroni software can really change uh, the, the dynamic of culture within manufacturing. June, 
May is all about software. June is all about hardware uh, driving cultural change. We're going to talk with uh, Justin from Ergostrap. Uh, we're going to have uh, Aerobotics, uh, Ondemir, a, a host of others. In July, we're going to talk with, with some of the shops, the actual makers here. Um, we're going to have Robert Griggs. Uh, we're going to have, hopefully, B&B, Excel Machine, Advanced Arrow, just to name a few. Um, August is going to be all about IMTS, uh, and we're going to have panel conversations um, where each week we're going to have non-competing uh, exhibitors that will be at IMTS sharing their uh, what the, sharing what our listeners can expect from attending IMTS um, and, and talking about how their products are able to to drive culture change uh, and make manufacturing a better place to, to work. Uh, we do have quite a number of those panels open. So anybody listening who would like to uh, be part of this episode that's going to exhibit at IMTS, please reach out. Uh, it's September, uh, when we're going to be doing IMTS, uh, our, is, September's theme is all about branding and marketing for uh, manufacturing. We're going to have uh, Ann and Chad from Top Floor. We're going to have Emily Wilkins back, and she and I have a, something special uh, planned for her uh, time. We're going to have Jared Seitz. We're going to have Greg, Greg Michio. Uh, so we're going to have uh, four really smart marketing, branding uh, guests in the month of uh, September. October, we're going to talk with students. Uh, we're going to come, we're going to go directly to the source of the next generation. Um, we do need uh, recommendations of students who would be willing to share their journeys, why they're passionate about the industry, what they want to do, why they got into the industry in the first place. Love to, to hear from uh, you all if you know somebody who would love to be on the show. Um, November, again, we're doing another month all about the shops, uh, the backbone of uh, our industry. Uh, we're going to have companies uh, that uh, really are, are driving change within the industry. And uh, we're inviting you to, to join our show in the month of November. If you're interested, again, please reach out. December, we're going to wrap it all up again. Uh, we're going to talk about the diverse topics we've covered, uh, and we're going to prepare for what's next. If there is a next, hopefully a year from now, we will be uh, having another one of these episodes where I recap this year. Uh, but since it's all going to be video, I'm going to be able to actually show you clips of, of some of our favorite moments. Uh, so if you have something that you want to talk about and it hasn't been uh, one of our themes, or even if it has been one of our themes, but you want to join us, December is going to be the, the month to do it. Um, please reach out. Uh, if, if you're listening and thinking I have a story for one of these themes or I know somebody who does, I want to hear from you. This is your invitation to join us, whether you're a seasoned professional, a fresh face in the industry, or someone with a unique perspective on manufacturing, culture, hardware, software, the whole gamut. I'm looking for stories, uh, and I'd, I'd love to hear from you. 
And while I'm looking ahead, let's chat about where you can find me uh, in person in 2024. It's not just another year for the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. It's a year packed with opportunities to meet, exchange ideas, and grow together. Some of the events I plan on attending in 2024 are IME East, or I'm sorry, IME West uh, in February. And this is uh, going to be in Anaheim, California. It's where innovation meets engineering and manufacturing comes alive. in uh, September, I'm going to be at IMTS. Um, in October, uh, the beginning of October is the Manufacturing Institute's Workforce Summit. Uh, then at the end of October is AME's uh, International Conference uh, in Atlanta and PAC Expo in November. Uh, I think that's it that I'm committed to so far. But uh, I know that there's a ton of other events out there. Uh, These events are the highlight of my year, not just for learning and discovery, but for the chance to meet you face-to-face. I'm looking forward to sharing experiences and even potentially recording some live episodes. Um, But I know the year is vast and the manufacturing world is full of events that inspire and challenge us. This is where I need your input. If there are any events that you think I should attend, or if there's an events, uh, an event where you'd like to see the Manufacturing Culture Podcast represented, please, please, please let me know. Your recommendations will help shape our itinerary, and who knows, perhaps our paths will cross at an event you suggest. Let's make 2024 a year of connection, learning, and community. And folks, that's a really quick wrap-up of. And that's a wrap of today's episode of the Manufacturing Culture Podcast. What a journey we've been on today, revisiting some highlights of our first season, the unforgettable quotes, the insightful takeaways, and even the the sneak peek of what's coming up in season two. It's been a season, uh, season one was a season filled with inspiring stories, industry leaders' wisdom, and many moments that have challenged and enriched our understanding of manufacturing culture. Before I sign off, I want to remind you to check out our website at manufacturingculturepodcast.com. Here you'll find information about our episodes, upcoming themes, and how you can be part of our vibrant community. It's also the place to reach out if you or someone you know has a story that fits our season two themes or make recommendations of shows, conferences, open house, and events that you think that I should attend. Again, a huge thank you to Speroni for their unwavering Spiro support and sponsorship. Their commitment to advancing the manufacturing industry aligns perfectly with the spirit of our podcast, and we absolutely couldn't do this without them. To you, our amazing listeners, you are the heartbeat of the show. If today's episode resonated with you, please share it with your friends, colleagues, and anyone you know who's passionate about manufacturing, about culture, uh, about anything really share this this episode with them let them hear about what we have in store for next year your support means the world to us and it helps us reach more people who can benefit from these discussions lastly if you've enjoyed today's episode please take a moment to rate and review us your feedback not only helps us improve and helps others find us it 
literally rockets us up the chart. Every time we get a rating or a review, more and more people are able to, to see us, which contributes to a larger, more informed community. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to this shorter wrap-up uh, episode somewhere in between that Christmas and New Year's. It's like a, a forgotten week of uh, haze and cheese and couch time. Uh, I'm Jim Mayer, and I can't wait to bring you more engaging and thought-provoking content in our next episode, our first episode of Season 2 in 2024. Until then, keep shaping the future of manufacturing one story at a time. Have a great day and keep making things.